Alrighty, welcome back to the Well-Rounded Wealth Podcast. Um, today we have a little different format of episode, and especially where we're recording from. We're in Europe. Yeah, <laughs> all the way across the pond. Um, we are in Chamonix, France, near Mont Blanc, which is a very famous hike and trail race. Um, and we kind of wanted to do a recap on what we've learned so far, just in terms of perspective and balance. Um, I think the Europeans and just international people in general have a very different way of looking at life than we are trained to and kind of we look at things in America and that's what we want to focus on today. So Jack, what is the most notable thing just in terms of perspective of kind of the European lifestyle that you've noticed? I mean, from my time here so far, and I guess I'll start at Paris because that's when I joined up with you. Yeah. But I think... Mainly the biggest thing that I've noticed is just more ease. Yeah. More ease, like less stress. But I mean whether or not it's really like that all the time or not, I don't really know because yeah. we were just there for about four days. But just eating lunch and just kind of in the environment around us. Yeah. Sitting outside a cafe. Yeah. That sound that was just a lot more chill than usual and our yeah lunch even though the food was fast we could have probably made that a 30 minute yeah time if we wanted to make it like we were there for hour hour and a half yeah. like just really enjoying the food and just yeah. engaging in conversation and things like that yeah i think their their meals is definitely one of the aspects that i've noticed is, is drastically different from ours is they actually focus on the quality of their meals and sitting down and making it a conversation piece as opposed to in America, a lot of times we're either rushing through a meal at lunch or at breakfast to get to work. And in Europe, they're slowing it down. They're saying like, okay, this is the food. Here's where it comes from. This is the type of drink you should pair it with. And then have a conversation. It's take an hour for lunch, have a conversation, meet with people, talk about their day, talk about what they do outside of work, which is another huge thing that um, I feel like a ton of conversations revolve around in the U.S. And um, here, a lot of people like to focus on extracurriculars and not just focus on their work. And I think the best way to describe it is they work to live as opposed to living to work. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. I don't know if it's exactly black and white. Yeah. I I really don't think it is, if I'm being yeah. honest. There's definitely that reverse, that there is more of the uh, live to work in America and work to live in Europe. Yeah. But, I mean, that also depends on who you are. Yeah. Depends on what you're doing. Because yeah. there's definitely both of those sides of the coin, no matter where you are. Yeah. I think, but yeah, as a whole, I think it's probably more so that way. I think, yeah, I think focusing on the macro level, like granularly, or not granularly, but looking at overall like just how many people you see just out and about i mean like once once five o'clock hit hit in paris like there were just people everywhere just sitting around a river or by a park um and it's kind of like we were talking to one of the guys we met who was who was awesome he showed us around went out and um went to lunch with us and his I name mean, was Mikel. Yeah. Loved him. Yeah. So, Mikel, hopefully you uh, listen to this one day. That'd but, be awesome if you um, But, yeah, I mean, it was amazing that he took time out of his day just in 
two random travelers. He was in charge of the wine tasting that you yeah. did when you yep. first, right before I joined you. So you did it before I got out. Yeah, exactly. And then you just got to know him, and he was willing yeah. to hang out and just talk and chill. Yeah, meet new people, um, show them around, show them what the culture is all about, which is which is incredible. Um, and he's especially, I mean, granted, that's kind of his line of work where he does a tour and meets other people, but to also do that the the next night and the night afterwards to hang out with us, like, that's incredible. So Yeah, so he met up with us at a bar to watch the soccer game that was going on, yeah. and then we met some of his friends, and then he went out to us later on yeah. at, like, a bar club hybrid and yeah. stayed out with us. Like, he's living his life. He stayed out with us super late. Like, he was there till yeah. like, what, 3, 30, 4 o'clock or something like that? He was right there when we left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And then the very next day, we were, Pat, you and I were just walking around, yeah. and then you had his number, and what, did you reach out and ask him, like, what was going on? He just told us we should meet at this place the next day, and I thought we were just going there, and then he's like, yeah. I'm, I'm here. here. <laughs> yeah. so, and then he walked around with us for probably it's a couple hours or yeah, so, maybe even longer. Two or three hours, and it was a Sunday, so like yeah, granted, but I but mean, still, still yeah. and it was just really cool to like walk around Paris with a local, yeah, and someone who lives there. Like he swung by his apartment real quick to pick something up, and then yeah, he knew a place to go and grab a bite and chill. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Just and even just talking with him like on how he likes to live too i mean he was from spain and then was able to has been able to live in four or five different countries and i thought that was really interesting with a lot of the people we've met over here is there's a lot more people who live in different countries and it's just a more normal thing at, at least from my yeah. perspective I mean, we make been comparing it to living in different states yeah in the US. yeah and granted europe is probably the size of the u.s so or at least closer than like the size of what uh the uk is compared to i don't know what the size of the massive u.s is so um it's just refreshing to hear people that not only are they willing to kind of show us their cultures but also they have other cultures that they can bring to the table and get different perspective from um, those different ways of life and kind of bring it into their own and see what works for them yeah I mean that's I think the really cool thing about having countries so close to each other like that in a way where it feels really comparable to states and even though like it's not like all states are the same like there's yeah. very different vibes very different places yeah. of the country like Nashville is very different from New York and yep. LA is a beast of its own. Like yeah. there's still plenty of there's still variety. It's not yeah. like it's all just same across the field, but mm -hmm. you go into a different country and it's just kind of really easy to do that. It's like different cultures, different foods, different Language, all this. Like yeah. yeah. There's everything that's that's different. Um, which is amazing. Um, that they have access to all that all those cultures so close. Um, and I mean, I guess it comes down to kind of where you're born. <laughs> you can't really, um, if you're from the Midwest in the U S that's not really like a thing that's like, Oh, like, let me just hop over to Canada real quick or Mexico. That's a little bit longer of a trip than yeah. just looking, hopping from Spain to France kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think 
honestly, what I would say though is, you. So we have. I think we're altering perspectives a little bit. I've noticed you and I, because yeah. you keep bringing up how you kind of would want to move here for a few years. I think it would be well. I think I can definitely see myself doing going both ways because, I mean, there's so much to experience, and I guess that's more just kind of who I am. I'd, I would want to be kind of like in the culture, and I feel like that's the best way to do it um, and kind of get a different perspective from, like, people who are living in that country. Yeah. But, I mean, I could also see, like, there, there's, there's merit in working hard like and sticking to something in the u.s um too so, and then just traveling over here and, and being able to gap it so i i mean i think i'd have to definitely do a lot more reflection on it but i can see myself doing that for sure yeah on my end the reason and i thought when we were first in paris i was like oh my god i love everything about this place like yeah. i was i was like holy shit and like just walking through and just seeing like the city landscape and just the yeah. architecture of the buildings, which I fell in love with. Like I kept saying, I was like, it feels like we're on a movie set. Like yeah. I absolutely loved it. And yeah. every day in Paris was fantastic. That was such a cool part of the trip. Yeah. But I don't know, in retrospect, I was like, okay, what, what if I moved to Paris? What if I like packed my bag, moved to Paris and yeah. found a job, started living in the culture. I'm kind of like, okay, well there goes like being able to, talk to my family whenever I want to, friends yeah. whenever I want to, like, regardless of where you're from, where you're from is where you're from, and yeah. your family is where your family is, yep. and I don't think there's one place that's better to live at than the other, maybe for you personally, some yeah. fit your styles better, Yeah. but I think overall, it, it really doesn't matter, the location doesn't matter to me yeah. that much. In the long run, the yep. location doesn't matter to me that much. Yeah, I think it's about, honestly, is, and the more stuff I've read on this, is, like, being able to find your, being able to find happiness wherever you are. Um, like, we just talked to one of our roommates, I guess, that are staying with us in, um, in one of the hostels, and she said that she's kind of been traveling for the past 10 years of her life and it hasn't been like constant travel it's she'll go take a week here a week there and, and then go back to the u.s but she's loved her home base but she always feels like she wants to get out and see a new culture or see a new um country. have an experience yeah yeah exactly so um yeah i mean it really just kind of depends on who you are and i know we've talked about kind of risk tolerance in earlier episodes um but I think no matter where you are and can we can kind of shift from perspective to balance is it's finding balance in whatever you do. Um, and I don't know what do you, what's your kind of thoughts on how balanced we are or, or how much more balance is over here compared to the US or um, do you think there is a lack of that kind of where we're from? I think. Well, it depends on who you are and what you become accustomed to. Yeah. Because I feel like if I was born and we were talking about our time in Paris, let's say I was born and raised in Paris, yeah. then that'd be perfect for me. Like, yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah. And maybe, like, 
long run, maybe that would be a better lifestyle overall of just the more nonchalant and getting to just enjoy everything, not stress too much. Yeah. And, and I also think the opposite end is definitely like the worst when you become almost neurotic and you're almost like freaking yeah. out and dealing with stresses every day and through yeah. not even just work, but through the way that American culture is set up yeah. and like the way that kind of our, in the long grand scheme of things, micro society is kind yeah. of stemmed up. Like there's all sorts of stresses that that gives us that I feel like they don't experience as much yeah. over in Paris. But even so, like also when we were going out, there was still, it's still all a similar culture. Like yeah. they have social media and they do the influencer game. We heard a story about an influencer yep. living in Paris. Like everyone still has the same shit. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, yep. no one, there's no paradise country where everyone's just got it figured out and they, they cracked the code to life. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that goes back to kind of what you need in life or what you think you need. And I think that's all a kind of figment of what we see and what we grow up accustomed to. Because um, the Jill who we were just talking to, she said she visited Africa and some of the happiest people she ever saw because they were just... They didn't need to get up to work. All they needed to do is get up and make food, and and then they kind of just played around all day, which which there's beauty in that, but then there's also, okay, I want to be able to provide more for family or, or make ensure their safety for longer, and, and that's something that they don't know about, so that might not be something that they're as concerned about. Um, but I do think it's good to have more balance around work and life is where I think we're kind of getting to. Yeah, sorry, just waiting. We got a lot of cars coming by here. <laughs> um, sorry, this, this brings up a point that I actually think is important in the grand scheme of things. But yeah. have you heard about the... Um, like the hunter-gatherer societies that are still around. Yeah. 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 So there's, oh, I can't remember his name, but like he's a well-known guy that did like the documentary on it. Okay. Um, and like went out there. I don't know if the doc is out yet, but yeah. he's just talked about his time out there and stuff so far. Gotcha. But basically all they do is it's back to basics of going out and hunting, spending the day hunting, and then bringing back the food for dinner and then celebrating of feasting and celebrating. That's it. Yeah. Like they, they break down life into like very simple things. Yep. And according to him, it was like amazing. Like, cause it was just simplistic and yeah. easy and there was no, there wasn't a lot of like internal fighting within the tribe or anything like that. Cause everyone just had a pretty basic role and everyone just did it. And everyone was like, yeah, another good day. And <laughs> another, <laughs> another good, good day. day alive. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's, I think it's when your your basic needs are covered, that's that's kind of your your ground zero for okay. Where, what do I care about after that? Like, when in, in the family I was raised in, like where I was so used to seeing like, oh okay, like let's take a nice vacation or, um, dad got a promotion, let's get a new let's get a new car and, and that kind of stuff. But 
if there's a society like that where they don't know about what's what's a nicer thing, then they don't have any reason to care about it. Right. <laughs> you know, if if they can cover their basic needs to a certain level of shelter, eating, sleep, and having a family around, then that then that's good enough for them. Um, it's kind of like an ignorance is bliss yeah. type of thing. Because I bet you you take one of them to like a country club with like a nice pool. I'm sure, I'm sure they'd be like, "Whoa, this, yeah, is, this awesome. is great! Yeah, <laughs> this is great! <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, these warm showers, like all that, like yeah, yeah. No matter no matter where you come from, you're yeah. that's a luxury. You're gonna like it. Yeah, no matter who you are. That's what I was gonna <laughs> ask you next because luxuries are there are luxuries in life that are nice. Yeah, like. Like, Most of them are. Yeah. <laughs> it is a <laughs> <laughs> um, Like, I think that kind of stuff, like, if you have access to it, it's it's not necessarily, like, you should feel guilty, but there can be more of a appreciation on why you have it, you know? Kind yeah. of like, okay, I don't want to just start accumulating stuff. It's, like why am I getting this or why am I experiencing this or why am I um, working towards this and once I get this do I know that it's going to provide me more than just sitting there and being a thing yeah so, and, and that's where I think we kind of mix and balance or at least me on a personal level like I kind of had that in my head as like a little backwards is like, okay, I needed to work super hard so that then one day, like, I'll be able to get what I want, whatever I want kind of stuff. Have all the nice things you want to have. Yeah, but if I if I work that hard in the process of giving up these X, X amount of years of my life to get there, then is that worth it? And for me right now, I, I think this is the whole reason we kind of started the podcast, and I'd say no because you're – you're passing up on life, which is now and not five, 10 years from now. So, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, I think on this trip is just living in the now. Hold for car. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, it's definitely just been living in the now on this trip. I let's talk about today for a second. Cause I'm dying to talk about what we did today. (laughs) 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 Um, I mean, so, we woke, well, you woke up first, so you could start your day. Yeah, uh, you so just for a little more context, uh, Mont Blanc is a massive mountain region in France, and, I mean, we're in a basically valley between two massive ranges. Yeah, so, it's one of the coolest sites I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and you can look in any direction, and there's there's mountain, there's snow, there's waterfalls, there's, it's yeah. like... A I'm little, sure we'll post some things on the... Instagram before yeah, this episode yeah, comes out. It's, it's impressive, honestly. But yeah, I got up early. I was like, all right, I want to see a little bit sunrise, kind of get up and, and do a hike. And I mean, I got to see little chateaus up on the mountain kind of through the hike and um, got to see a glacier, which was awesome. Um, but um, we stumbled across an experience like literally just the day before. And we were like, you know what? Screw it. Let's sign up for that. So yeah. if you want to tell them what that was. Yeah, so yesterday we signed up for parasailing. And Parasail essentially, gliding. 
Paraglide. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, not at the beach. <laughs> I said that to someone. I forget who it was. I was like, oh yeah, we went parasailing. <laughs> In the mountains. So we went paragliding. And so basically, um, we went up with some instructors and they took us to a mountain peak and we hooked up in all of our harnesses and it kind of had like a fold-out chair that was yeah. like right on our butts and essentially like the guy went to me he's like all right we're gonna start running and the parachute's gonna come up sorry just making sure the <laughs> tech was still working so parachute's gonna come up and then there's gonna be a lot of resistance and we're gonna keep running and then there's gonna stop being resistance and we're gonna run off the mountain <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's what we did and and then when I was like, all right, we, you went first. I yep. watched you do it. Which, thank God I got a little visual tutorial on how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and it then was... I was next and like, dude, like running off of that thing. Oh, my God. It was like, wow. I'm Well, we I don't think it really hit me until we got up to the top of the mountain because we literally signed up for it 12 hours beforehand or I don't know, maybe 18 hours beforehand. Yeah. The so, day before. We got up to the mountain and we see all these people laying out there, like getting ready to do the exact same thing we are. And I'm like, holy crap, I'm about to run off a mountain. <laughs> well, dude, was, I was asking before and I was like, so how does this work? Like, do we like, does it, do we just kind of like sit and just kind of like scoot <laughs> off a mountain? Do we go in a plane? I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, no, we had no, <laughs> no it was just you run off the mountain cliff with a parachute attached to you and you. <laughs> start you flying fly, you start flying and yeah. we signed up for like the aerial one where we were doing a bunch of like tricks in the air and like doing flips and corkscrews yeah. it was crazy um i mean i think i don't think i stopped smiling smiling the entire way down and um, there's there'll yeah. be videos of it we got uh yeah, gopro we got footage, recordings yeah. but i mean i i kind of just took a breath when i was up there like a few quick second breaths and i was like wow like this is something that we're fortunate enough to be able to do and i mean for where we are right now it's an incredible view so like that it's a moment i never forget forget. so we talked to our instructors and i talked to my his name was hugh and i asked him like how so overall how many trips do you think you've done and he was like "Uh, thousands he's like three four thousand and i was like and I was like, have you been doing it pretty much your whole life? He's like, yeah, the last 25 years, yeah, I've lived here and done that. And I was like, yeah. that's awesome, which it is. Yep. But then that's also part of perspective because, I don't know, if someone like, I don't know, like getting rid of all rules of life here, someone just came up to me and said, you could have that guy's life where yeah. you just do this pretty much every day for the next 25 years and you live here and you don't have to worry about any financial problems or anything. Yeah. I don't know if I'd do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because think. I mean, think about that, it means drop the podcast. That means yeah. drop your, whatever train you want to do next, like besides the iron, like, you know, yeah. a- any of that stuff. Yep. We have to drop a lot, drop family and things like that. Yeah. It's like, there's no, our lives are our own, I yeah. think. And as much as I've loved getting other perspectives of people, like Hugh, my instructor for paragliding, who was yeah. awesome and seemed really happy and has a cool life. It's just, that's his life. That's his thing. Yeah. That's what, that's Hugh's life. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to compare whether or not me or Hugh is living life more full or better. Yeah. Cause I don't think it's really, 
I don't think it's really like that. I don't think yeah. that's really anything that can be quantified or I think it's like put on a spectrum at all. Yeah, I think it's that, like, for you, like, you talk about film and acting, like, you just get, you just see someone's excitement with it. Yeah. And Like, I want to make a list of, like, all the places we visit and, like, movies and shows I can watch, like, that were filmed there so I can watch that and, like, look at what they decided to do for the filmmaking in those places that we visited. Like, and that excited the hell out of me. Like, I'm really excited to do that. Yeah. That's me. Yep. That may not be what you're dying to do when you get back. Yeah, exactly. No, and I think for me, it's, it's finding, making sure I don't lose sight of what else is in this world. Because, yeah, I could probably start going to learn how to be a paragliding instructor but like anything you do over and over again you don't get that same burst of excitement the first time you do it you know like like here put into this perspective like if you have an oreo the first time in your life you're like wow this thing could be great or if if you i don't know hike hike a mountain and see a beautiful view from a peak you could be like wow this is great but if you do something over and over and over again you don't get that same sort of excitement and it kind of starts to I wouldn't say dwindle because some people could find that amazing excitement in every single day and every single thing that they do but I want to be able to take what I've learned from here and the experiences I've had from here and try and start to vary mine a little bit more um, try new, try a lot more new things um, instead of just doing my same routine over and over and over again so yeah, I I do agree with that. I do th- also want to stay on somewhat of a routine and have yeah. some sort of regimen regimen in my day still. Yeah. Like I feel like we talked about that in past episodes too. Yeah, sure. But I also think it's taking time like we're doing right now. Like yeah. we've we're lucky enough to be able to take the time to have completely new experiences yeah. like paragliding earlier yeah. today or hiking mountains that I've never seen in my life. Yeah. It's and incredible. All that stuff. But also still have what my life is. Yeah. Like, because we, we were just talking, walking to record this. There's uh, there's people that are here that are just in vans. Yeah. Like, they, and they just travel around. Yep. And maybe maybe that works for them. But yeah. for me, I can't do that. Like, yeah. and you, you were, I think we were both kind of agree that it'd be nice to have a home base rather than yeah. like a van we travel around in. But sure. I need some sort of routine to my day. I need some sort of home base. Like, I don't want, I don't want someone to ask me like, oh, like, what do you do? I'm like, I travel around to different places in a van all the time. Yeah. I'm sure maybe they think that's really cool, but yep. it's also like, we're all trying to find our niche too and our, our thing and what defines us and our personalities. Yep. If you're just constantly going to place to place, at least in my head then I feel like maybe you could lose sight of that yeah and I think we talked about this a little bit earlier but in the documentary I I watched on there's a book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck (laughs) so um, I've heard of the book Uh, one of my roommates was reading it and it was it was a really good documentary because the the author of the book um, and he's the main character of this um, documentary, he said he basically, tra- since he was, I don't know, 16, 18, basically traveled the world for, until he was in his, like, 30s or something like that. And he had been to 60 different countries, like, 
all, all sorts of things. And one of the things that kind of stuck with me is that at a certain point you need, like there comes a desire to commit to something. So, and for these people in the vans, it could be committing to going to, to climb every single mountain. For you, it's committing to finding that acting role. For me, it could be committing to, I don't know, starting the next business or something like that. And it's, commitment is great and routine is great, but if you lose sight of what else is out there, like what other things you can balance your life with, in the process of that commitment or that routine, then you're just going to be kind of going through life in a kind of regimented schedule and not experiencing what's new, I think. So, yeah. And I used to be, I used to be like that. I used to wake up at 4.30 every morning, like do my workout, eat, go to, go to work, come back, do another workout, eat, and then people would ask to hang out or like you want to go do something I was like no I gotta be in bed by XYZ because I have to get up to do my routine again right, <laughs> and it's the like, schedule. yeah and you can just lose it, it's so easy to lose sight of other things that are other opportunities that are out there so yeah, yeah. I also think one thing that I've noticed when I have been into working out it's good to have like a group of people to be doing your yeah. routines with yeah cause yeah, what you described sounded lonely as fuck. Yeah. Like, just... <laughs> and I assume you were doing most of it, most of your workouts yeah. and stuff by yourself. Yep. So, yeah. You, yeah. No, I, I, the, I got... That gets isolating. Burnout. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. So, I think also just, like, having having a community around you as well during that routine, I think, is... Yeah. Makes it better. Yeah. No, it More healthy, too. I think, I think for me, just in terms of what I've been kind of reflecting on is that the most important things in my life are, are, and that I'll always remember are first going to be people. So the relationships I have, um, the people I love, family, friends, that's the most important thing that will always stick with me. And then experiences, um, I would put second and then after that, I mean, I don't know. I'm 22. I don't have everything yeah. figured out. So, I don't know. Maybe something I build or work on or something like that will be most memorable. But I know for me, like, the people I've had in my life or I've, I've loved or, like, the friends I've had or the family I've had, like, I will always hold them close just because it's, it's a human connection that you can't, I don't know, you can't find, you can't find that connection with an experience. Yeah. So, um, as much people are marrying objects nowadays. I don't think it's the same <laughs> as connecting with a person. Wait, where did we hear about that? Was it that was with uh, our uh, our bike tour guy, Christian. Oh, my um, God. Someone married the Eiffel Tower, apparently, a few years ago. No, he said that was in, like, the 90s or something. I think it was a long time ago. Really? Because I think we were surprised about how long ago it was. Because I thought, you made a joke like, oh, ahead of the times. Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's been happening for longer than we thought. But I don't know. What is the Eiffel Tower going to give back to that person? <laughs> Besides a bunch of iron and lights. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, a person can have so many different impacts on you. So Yeah. And that's the main reason why I wouldn't want to hop around. Hop, 
yeah, jump ship and hop around just because I, I feel like I'd lose sight of that. Yeah. But I, so far, like, even including these awesome experiences, like, I always do this, but the deathbed thing, like, or, like, if life flashes before my eyes for whatever reason, yeah, I think there will still be other things in front of that uh, yeah. paragliding experience we had today. Yeah, I have to. And, I mean, we've been fortunate in that, that I know not everyone gets that like some people yeah. don't have a great family to um grow up around yeah or, that's true or great friends and i would say to people in those situations is try and get out of your comfort zone because i'm sure they're used to doing more experiences on their own because they haven't had people to connect with or haven't ever had someone that connects with them in a certain way so um and just like kind of the opposite of what we were or where I kind of thought I was like I hadn't I had good relationships with people but I hadn't gone out and experienced certain things that I can come back and tell those people and be excited because I think at the actually this is something I'm kind of just coming to a realization is when I do these experiences what's the first thing I want to I want to do I want to share it share that story or or whatever with someone else. Yeah, true. So, like I'm so excited to tell some of our friends from yeah, home. Yeah. That's like honestly the main reason you like. What if we didn't have that? It's just like we did that and we had no one like to tell about anything we did on this trip at all. Yeah. It'd be less. I feel like it'd be a little less impactful if we didn't have anyone to share that with. Yeah, I think the moment would still be impactful, but the ability to make it last longer, kind of like. Yeah. Kind of like our our episode on. Um, like numbers versus like pictures or memories of experiences like number episode five it's if you don't have a way to revisit something then with with other people and yes there's pictures but that i don't think it'll resonate as much talk i mean talk about like our uh our trip as friends like back when we were in high school or whatnot so yeah 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 Honestly, one of my favorite things that happened today was you and I walking through the snow part on the hike. Yeah. <laughs> like that was, dude, because you're fucking insane. <laughs> like, you've run, like, you just ran Iron Man a couple months ago. And we're, like, on this steep-ass cliff, like, side of a mountain. And it's, we're so high up, there's still snow, even though it's June. And there's, like... There were there was even harder one more high up and even you decide like that's too dangerous like we could die, so <laughs> we could have done it. <laughs> Maybe. We did the lower one. And then we did a lower one, but still I was like, dude, like if I fall, I'm screwed. <laughs> like, like I'm. <laughs> and we got through it, but like you're you're walking at a decent pace and I'm like literally <laughs> taking it like one little step at a time. Like <laughs> I think I was laughing. That that would have been the most I laughed in a while. Because well, Jack's literally like leaning over, like still holding on to the snow as he's walking. And I'm like looking back, I'm like, come on. And he's like, I was like, like, dude, what are we doing? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to kill you, dude. I was, I was like, I could die. <laughs> if someone else saw it, they'd understand. It was dangerous. You you look at things differently. That was fucking dangerous what we did today. No. <laughs> yes. And I am glad that I had someone like you to be like, all right, 
fuck, I gotta do this. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think any other person I was here, I think feel like we'd both agree. Like, yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, we we're not we're not equipped for this. <laughs> yeah, leave. we weren't. We were. And we also weren't equipped for that. We were. <laughs> we were walking we were in our sneakers, shorts, t-shirt, and, and the snow yeah. on the side of a mountain. <laughs> you fucking dumbass! <laughs> I don't walk around in snow. <laughs> See, it's not that hard though. We, we no, I, we're talking I, about I'm it. glad we did it because, dude, because after we got through that, that was the coolest part of the hike. Yeah, like seeing all cool. the other terrain. Yeah, we got rained on, we got hailed on. It got to like what 90 degrees at one point. Like I was sweating. It was like the most biggest variety of weather I've ever experienced within an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What is happening? I'm gonna get a cold." Yeah, Jack's gonna wake up hypothermic tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, but yeah, see, like that was my that was my favorite part. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, paragliding also, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's moments like those, like sharing those little moments that, like, you wouldn't have without someone else. Yeah. And I think that's, like, some people love that, I guess. But I I want to be able to share things that I experience in life, like with others, like with friends, with loved ones, um, yeah. and relationships, because I think it just amplifies that experience. Um, exactly. Yeah. Look, looking back on my experience wall at the end of my life like I want to be able to be like oh yeah I remember that one I did it with that person I want to call that person again and be like yeah. let's catch up and remember this crazy thing we did when we walked across the side yeah. of a freaking mountain <laughs> like, and, and also people we met too like yeah. Mikel like I'm never going to forget him yeah. and like him taking the time out of his day to like hang out with us like show us around Paris like from his perspective oh, my Brad God, yeah. Yeah, our, our buddy. Talk about Brad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brad was too awesome not to talk about. <laughs> He's like he was a guy from Australia that was on our speakeasies tour that we did and then we went out afterwards and hung out and it was a lot of fun. Like yeah. we got to know him really well and him and I bond over liking beer and like <laughs> he's I, I gave him my address and he's gonna send me some of his favorite beer from Australia and when I get home I'm returning the favor and shipping some out to him. Like Yeah. That's awesome. Like yeah. Like that's so cool. He was so sick. I really, yeah. I really liked him. He was a great, yeah, great guy. I mean, really good guy. Great perspective too. Like, I mean, he was in his thirties and he was going traveling Europe alone. But I, I really like how we've done this trip, and we're not just being the traditional tourists. Where we're like, oh, let's go see the Eiffel Tower and. And let's go walk to the Louvre, which I didn't know had 50,000 paintings. So, <laughs> like, we didn't do it. But, I mean, you can get lost in there. Like, 50,000 paintings, that's a, that's a ton. And I've, I've been through art museums where, like, I didn't know anything about any of the art in the museum going into it. And I, to this day, I couldn't name you one painting I saw. Yeah. I could. It, it just all became a blur. Yeah, exactly. And We would have saw the Mona Lisa and taken our picture of the Mona Lisa and looked at some other shit and not have remembered anything about it. But the Mona Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but back to like how we did this trip, it's like we did it so much more experience based where we can meet people from here and meet new people. Um, yeah. And like, I mean, maybe going to see paintings is your thing and do it if you love it. But I would, I would well, yeah. highly recommend like. Well, if yeah. Well, Christian's advice was, um, like, if you go to the Louvre or a big art museum, yeah. like, you have us 
particular artist or a time period or something like that, like that you want to go and see. Because he's yeah. like, if you don't, if you don't narrow it down at all, he's like, you're you're just gonna go in there and not everything's yeah. gonna blend. Yeah, which I think was really good advice. Yeah, but I think people that would want to go to the Louvre are already doing that. You yeah, know what I mean? That exactly. like legitimately really want to see it. They have yeah. other things besides the Mona Lisa they want to see. Yeah, exactly. I think that that's another great person we met, Christian. He was from Croatia and teaches English yeah. in Paris. I mean, and he was the happiest guy, or one of the happiest guys I think I've ever met. And he, we kind of just spiced up the tour, and we were like, screw it, let's go climb on top of <laughs> these poles. Oh, yeah, the little pillars in the pillars Grand Palace. in the Grand Palace. Yeah. And he's like, I've never had a group like you guys before, <laughs> like so energetic and um it's just cool to meet. I think the people we've met will honestly stick with me as much as jumping off a mountain, to be honest. Yeah, so, same. And you, like, even though that, like, I'll never forget that picture of, like, when I took that breath in, like, I'll also be able to always go back and reach out to Brad and Mikkel. Yeah. Like, which is awesome. Um, kind of check up on how are they doing in life? Like, what new things have they tried or, like, Let's meet up, or like a year down the road, like in some different country or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's been great. Um, however, if you're ever thinking about going to Geneva, in Switzerland, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> or at least stay in the the youth hostel that we decide to stay in. <laughs> don't, actually, don't stay in that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't go there. Maybe it's actually a pretty. We we barely got to see it. It was like a layover stop we took, but. I, th- I think Geneva would be cool. We were just I th- I long think, days of yeah, traveling. Yeah, it was just we had a long day of travel, and the UN is there. That would have been yeah. cool to see. Yeah. Blew my mind. The UN. Why, I don't know why they pick there. It's like, yeah, it's like <laughs> the middle of Europe. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like it was such a weird place to pick it to me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I need to give Geneva another chance sometime. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, then we got Rome tomorrow, and then Florence. Yeah. And then what were the rest of your stops? I'm doing Cinque Terre in just five towns in um, Italy, and then going to Pisa, and then I head home. So gone yeah. from home for a whole month staying cannot wait to sleep in my bed that is that's, one thing that's gonna be nice yeah we talked about how I don't, I don't know if i could do this like jumping around hostels uh, no. again yeah not for this, this one's been all right just because it's so much quieter and yeah. the weather's great here so like yeah. none of these places have ac so at least that's better yeah but i think it's nice yeah. how jill does it is like taking a week out of uh, like when you have your week off yeah, of work like or picking one place yeah picking yeah. one place and going there and really experience and you don't have to travel abroad like Dude, uh, US has go. got some crazy places yeah. to go to like just try new things try like if if you're not a if you have never gone out to a bar like try it why not that's there's a ton of people that enjoy it maybe you might or if you've never gone hiking try it why not there's tons of people who do hikes or if you've never gone to the beach or never gone swimming just try new you've never things. done hard drugs try it okay, maybe not <laughs> <laughs> you might like it <laughs> you might get addicted <laughs> i think that's the whole target <laughs> we're talking about hitting your natural dopamine <laughs> sensor not your <laughs> not drug targeted ones you haven't done heroin <laughs> 
give and, it a go. And then you give might. it a whirl. <laughs> <laughs> you never know if you might like it. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be our next guest on the podcast. <laughs> Why to do hard drugs? <laughs> and what's so much better about it than other things? Oh my god. Oh, uh, that'd be really funny. That would be funny. <laughs> That's our next guest. Patrick <laughs> spoiled it too soon for you guys. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no. So we probably got one more episode planned uh, during the trip. So yeah. I, I fly home from Florence, so we might do one more yeah. recap episode. Maybe find a different angle to yeah, discuss it at. Um, but yeah, no, this has been really fun. Um, it's been a really cool trip. And yeah, the perspective thing has been probably yeah. the coolest part. And just kind of getting to yeah. dip into these cultures. Um and also just having fun. Yeah. It's been fun. Exactly. Enjoying where we are and in the moment. And I think, like, on this pr- perspective stuff and balance, it's not, I don't want to take everyone's, like, one co- certain culture's perspective and bring it back and, like, no, that's my life now. It's, I want to find little pieces that I think can work in my life and and put them in places that work for me. So, but you'll, yeah. I don't think I'll ever, I ever would have known that. Or I, I might have known it just through looking it up, but I never would have known what it actually means from someone yeah. that's that lives it, you know. Yeah. So and also like from a like personal level, like let's face like superficial level, like meeting people, having these stories, like it's yeah. gonna be cool to different people. Like yeah, like people that you meet, like just like having that behind you and yep. getting like to share that, and yeah. also like and for me, because like I I like doing stuff like making like entertaining stories like. Yeah. out of it not like fabricating the story like we've had some fun stories but it's yeah. like the way you tell a story is can so change. impactful and can change yeah. so much so it's gonna be fun figuring that out um for me and just like telling some of these fun stories that we've gotten to have yeah yeah yep. all right well, well yeah let's let's call it um so yeah thanks so much for listening as always guys um yeah we haven't done an official outro yet but Overall, um, if you guys are listeners, if wherever you're listening from, if you want to give um, our podcast a follow, it really helps us out a ton. Leaving the ratings really helps out a ton. Yep. Um, just helps it helps it reach more people through the algorithms that those podcast um, websites like Spotify and stuff do. Yep. Um, and all that stuff. Uh, check out the website. Check out what's going on and there. On Instagram. And, and when we get yeah. back, we're definitely. Uh We'll be releasing a lot more content, so um, yeah. it'll be a lot more easier um, when we're together and we got our systems figured out. But it's definitely been a good few episodes, trial runs. But now we're um, with all the feedback that we've gotten and seeing how impactful this kind of or these kind of conversations are. Um, we definitely want to keep helping others and um, finding ways to get these messages out to people. So. Yeah. Also, like. Uh, DM the Instagram or um, go on the website, reach out to us, and like we'll probably try to come up with more ways to reach out to us. But yeah. we'll respond. Yep. Um, we'll definitely respond to those who have. Thanks for reaching out, and um, as you know, we responded to you. Um, if anyone has any feedback, any ideas for episodes or anything um, that you want us to discuss, yeah, reach out, reach out, because we would totally consider it. Yeah, sounds good. Well, we will see you guys in the next one. All right, peace.